Hey everyone, it's Pastor Mike Adkins, and I want to welcome you to Next Steps, where the teaching pastors of Grace Church help you focus on taking a next step in your spiritual life. If you're not listening there already, I invite you to take a moment to download the free Grace app. It's the best place to hear and share messages and to get connected with what's going on here in the life of our church. Just search Grace Church Orlando in your app store or head to discovergrace.com forward slash app to find it. Pastor Clint Harrison and Pastor Grant Nixon and I hope that these podcast conversations will help you take your next step toward Christ. Hey, everyone, we're back with uh, Next Steps. I'm here with Pastor Clint. How's it going? And Pastor Grant. Yep. And we are excited to be able to be here with you today. Well, today we're going to be turning to a subject that's going to have particular help for us, hopefully, as we approach uh, the new year. Uh, We're going to be talking about how do we set goals that are consistent with our values? How do we set goals that are consistent with our values? Let me start with a question, open it up to you guys. Mm -hmm. Are goals really even necessary? Do we need them? It's a great question. I mean, we were just, I just met with our Grace community two nights ago, and it was like split between the room. They were saying, man, like, okay, we can talk about making goals, but don't we just do what we value? And don't we get done what we need to? And so are goals really necessary? Like even in for the new year, and I thought it was a great question to discuss. But then, like, it raises a question. I think an obvious question of then, how do you know what you're supposed to be doing? Yeah, that's right. right. If you're that's not, right. If you're that's not right. aiming at something, how do you know what you're supposed to be doing? And Proverbs actually says in 21, it says the plans of the diligent lead to profit as surely as haste leads to poverty. Like basically, what Proverbs is saying, if you're not setting a goal, then you're shooting at everything. That's good. Like you're not you're not going to hit the 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 desired goal ultimately because you're going to hit everything because you're yeah. just you're just all over the place and. We live, especially in our culture, we live at such a breakneck pace, right? Like we are just go, go, go. If we're not intentional with our time, then you get to the end of the day and you go, what did I actually accomplish today? I know I'm tired. That's right. That's right. I know I was busy. Yeah. I know I returned a lot of texts and phone calls. There's right? a lot to do. Yeah. But what did I actually do today? And so, yeah, yeah I mean, the, the scriptures are clear. Like setting goals, is, it's a wisdom issue. Yeah, it really is. I mean, one of the big challenges is if we just go along without setting goals, we don't know if we're ever going to accomplish what we want to accomplish. Right. Because there are a lot of urgent needs that seem to pop up in all of our lives. None of us is, none of us has an excess of time. We have right. a lot of things that are constantly confronting us yep. and we need to make priorities. And one of the things that I've discovered over time is that if we're going to prioritize something, we're going to measure it. If we don't measure it, it's probably not going to happen. Like we measure things that are important. Like when I get in the car after mm-hmm. being out with the kids, I make sure one, two, three, I've got three kids in the car with me because I love them. You're the counter. And I am the <laughs> counter because I measure what is important that, My wife to me. does that all the time. She's always going one, two, three, four. She's always going one, two, three, four. I mean, she looks like a crazy person, but that's what she's doing. She's trying to keep track of the kids, right? She's she cares, so she's she's measuring. Yeah, we yeah. measure things and and that are important to us and big. You know, we measure our finances, we measure um, the goals that we have that are that are that are valuable and important to us. Right. And so, if that's important to us, then we're going to measure it. So, how do we how do we know what are the right goals then? Like, how do we like where do we get that from? You well, know, that's a good point. That's a good point because I I think Pastor Clint, I I think about when I have a goal, especially related to my family. Whenever like an idea about doing something with my family comes in my mind, like I want to do this vacation with my family, or I want to I want to buy this for my kids, or I want to provide this for my wife, immediately my mind I go, this is a good thing because this isn't for me; mm-hmm. it's for somebody else. Therefore, this goal should be a priority, right? Right. right. Um, and and really, to be quite honest, when I think that way, 
it's it's really thoughtless. Like I'm just like right. whatever thought comes into my head, I I treat that like oh well I'm setting priorities. I'm setting no you're not. No, like I'm you're just, just responding. I'm just responding. I'm just responding. So yeah, I, I think it's a great question. A great place to start is how do we set those priorities? Well, I think we set those priorities by realizing that our goals reflect our values. Yeah. And our values are constantly in front of us if our goals are in front of us. And if they're not, our goals are not in front of us, then our values won't be in front of us. Yeah. So, I mean, to answer that question for myself, I have to, I mean, I have to ask myself, okay, what is, what's important to God? Like, what does he value? What does he, um, what does he value in the scriptures? What is the storyline of the Bible value? Like, how am I supposed to reorient my life and really my goals centered around who God is and what he's called us to be and do? And so, I mean, I think that's a great start place to start. And as we look to the new year, okay, are my goals in line with what God says in his word? Are my goals in line with what um, God's asking of me, of my family, of the church, and, and all of those things? And so I think that's a great place to start. And it takes a lot of intentionality because otherwise, like, yeah, we, we deal with whatever's urgent or we deal with whatever's yes. right in front of us. like. There are people right now who I'm sure are buying gym memberships and they're setting weight loss goals. And that's wonderful. Like those are good things. Um, but we just but maybe you're you're making that decision because it's right in front of you. It's what right. you've been thinking about. It's right. what you see every day. And what you just described, Pastor Clint, is us taking a step back mm-hmm. here in here in twenty twenty and going, All right, God, as I'm looking ahead, as I'm looking at this new year, um, I want to set goals that that show that I value you, that mm. show that I value. And so I want to reorient my life that way. And Pastor Mike, you say all the time, you always talk about that the church is the center of a Christian's life and Jesus is the center of the church. That's right. And so I think that's such a helpful like tool, if you will, to, or metric to to measure as we as we set goals right now, because we are in that goal setting time, right? Like right. we are all yep. like, I have set weight loss goals for both of you, and I will <laughs> I'll share them with you That's later fantastic. in this episode. But I uh, but but we're in the goal setting time. I think it's so helpful for us to think, okay, if the church is the center of Christian's life and Jesus is the center of the church, then are the goals that I'm setting are they reflecting that? Yeah, you know, are they reflecting my commitment to my church? Are they reflecting my commitment to my community of faith around me? Are they reflecting to my commitment to serve? Like, do mm-hmm. do they touch all of those, or is it just, or is it just the goals that we always set in January? Is it right. just the financial goals we're all setting, the yeah. weight loss goals we're all setting? You know. Yeah. So just to piggyback on the whole idea of you know picking goals and not setting the world one, there's a book that came out called The Four Disciplines. Uh, this is back several years ago, but it's for business leaders. And he said the hardest thing for leaders is is they're constantly doing what's before them. Mm. And so instead of doing the first discipline, which is focus, mm-hmm. it's to focus on the thing that's not the tyranny of the urgent, but to say, this has to happen, and I've got to put all of this aside in order to do that. And I think that's what happens to us in our Christian life. Like yeah. we've got all this stuff that we know is important, and we're doing it constantly, and we need to slow down the focus and say, okay, God, what are you saying yeah. And what world would he do? What are we to do? Yeah. How we allocate our time is a big piece of that, right? And so because when we say yes to certain things, we're going to necessarily have to say no to other things. And so if the church really is the center of a Christian's life, how do we figure out how to make choices that are consistent with that value? Right. So in other words, we're going to spend some time trying to figure out how do I allocate time to the church? How do I how do I allocate resources to the church? How do I how do I make my involvement with his church 
one of the most important things in my life. And that's true across the board. It's not just with church, it's with anything. It's with our education, it's with our families, it's Mm -hmm. with our friends. How do we allocate intentionally the time necessary to be able to honor those values and those commitments? I think we start to view our time for what it is, which is a commodity that we have. Like we have a limited amount and we can use a limited amount. I I think about grace, one of the things I love about our church is just how much people serve. Yeah, mm. we are such a volunteer heavy. It's huge service like place. Like if you if you want to belong at Grace, we always say serving is belonging. That's right, and and that's and, and we see it. I mean, as we record this, we literally have people around this table who don't have microphones right now, but trust me, they're here, and they're giving their time to this. Yeah, like this right. matters to them, and and it's just such a it's such a great thing. But at the the other side of that, like the double edged sword of that, is. Those people, like I'm sure there are people listening right now who have burned themselves out before too. You right. know what I mean? They're right. like, well, well, the church is center of my life, so I'm going to go do this, and I'm, of course I'm going to say this. I'm going to say yes to this. I'm yeah. going to say yes to this, and we're mm. going to do this, and we're going to do that. And, you know, Jesus even said in Luke, he said in Luke 14, suppose one of you wants to build a tower. Won't you first sit down and estimate the cost to see if you have enough money to complete it? Like Jesus says, we should sit down and look at what God's put in our hand and say, God, with what I have, not with what I don't, with what I have, how can I be a blessing? Like, what do you want me to do? And so I I feel like that's something I want to say to the people at Grace is, oh, you're so giving and you're so kind and you want to serve. And I love that so much. Be careful. Like as you set these goals, be careful, you know, like legit, like count the cost. You have a certain amount of time, a certain amount of energy. Yeah. You know, be careful. With it's it. interesting, though. I think I think when people prioritize the most important things, they actually don't burn out mm. because I think it's the other things that steal time, you know, from us when we're when we're really supposed to be focused on certain things. Other things tend to sneak in. Right. Yeah. And they begin to steal time from us. And so our goal should be to focus on what is most important so that we can get to the point where we're able to say no to the things that are not that important and not feel bad about it. Because I think that's one of the big challenges with trying to prioritize our time. We think to ourselves, man, I just, I don't want to say no to this because it's a good thing. But Mm. sometimes it's not saying no to bad things. It's saying no to good things so we can say yes to the most important things. Which is faith, right? Like that's that's a faith to be able to say, God, this is a good thing and I'm going to trust you to do it. I can't do it. Like I'm trusting, I'm going to have to say no. That's right. I'm trusting there's other people that are going to fill that gap. I'm trusting there's other people. And I, I know like there was a point in my life, um, I was serving in a church and I just said yes to everything because they were all good things. And uh, I remember one time this guy told me, he said, you know, if you keep saying yes to everything, then you're not going to leave a gap for God to raise up somebody new to say yes to this thing. Yeah. And, uh, and that was part of faith, was me stepping back and going, you know what? I don't run this place. I right. don't run this church. Mm. God runs this church. Like, he's going to take care of his people. And one of the things that you'll find when you do that is that it's, you know, there are certain things that we're saying yes to that we probably shouldn't be saying yes right. to. And we're not that great at doing them. True. We just yeah. feel the responsibility <laughs> to yeah. do them. And when you don't feel the responsibility to be all things to all people in all ways, right. then what ends up happening is you allow other people to step in the gap and use their gifts. One of the things that was shocking to me to learn when I first got into ministry was how much people love to do things that I really did not like to do at all Mm. because God's wired people differently. You know, he's given them priorities. And when the scripture talks about the priority of the church as a whole, it says basically that we have all the right giftings inside the church that's necessary for the church to function perfectly. Right. But the question is, 
are we stealing other people's opportunities because we believe we have to be the man or the right. woman to get everything done which is part of setting those priorities and just it's it's such and it's such a wonderful thing too when we find when we are where we're supposed to be like when we're on the right seat on the bus that's right like that's it's right. just such a fulfilling thing and you know one more thing i want to talk to you guys about about this this idea of of like setting goals for this new year do your goals change like, like, sure. is it something that that's dynamic or is it static to you? Like when we talk about setting them, like I've always, I've always viewed it as static. I've always mm. viewed it as like, okay, we set this goal and then come February, it better be the same goal. Come March, it better be the same goal. Come June, it better be the same goal. You know what I'm saying? Like, yep. but like walking with Jesus doesn't seem like that. It seems super dynamic. So I don't know I'm kind of like throwing a curveball. We didn't even talk about this earlier, but <laughs> how do you view that? How do you view like we set these goals, but then at the same time, like, is it dynamic? Is yeah, it I think it's definitely dynamic. Uh, I don't think it can be static because, you know, even even our mission statement here, helping people take their next steps toward Christ is all about motion, yeah. movement. The spiritual life is a life of mo of movement and of motion. And so it has to be dynamic, and especially in the sense that, like, we don't hear from God perfectly. I mean, mm -hmm. the Bible itself says that we see through the glass dimly. And so what we're doing is we're doing the best that we can through prayer and reading scripture and trusting in the Lord that the direction that we're setting for our lives is the right direction. But every once in a while, the Holy Spirit comes in and says, no, 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 we're gonna, we need to course correct right now because while this may have been good for a season, there's another season emerging now. Hmm. And so we're going to have to reprioritize things and redo yeah. things. So at the end of the day, I don't think they can be static. I think you can maybe, and, I, and I'm a big fan of this, like short-term goal, goals. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Uh, I've never been the guy who's like, I want to look at the next 20 years and say, we're going to figure out how to do this because I just, I, I, there's a piece of me that's like, I don't know that we control that much of our life right. to be able to make 20 years worth of goals. And so what about <laughs> the next three months? What about the yeah. next six months? What about the next year, two or three? Can that's we good. lay out goals that are helpful in that way? And then trust that as we lay them out, we, we put them before the Lord and say, whatever you will, God, yep. you know, if, if you want to change these things, let's change it. Yes. But I'm just going to continue to act and move right now as if these goals are the goals that you have for my life. Even with our series right now, we were talking about how so many people say seeing is believing. But yeah. no, no, it's really you believe and then therefore you see it's by faith. I think in the same way, like when I make goals every year and I'm looking to the new year, I try to say, oh, God, how can I have goals that are faith based? that are saying, I believe that you can do this in my life. I believe that you can mm. situate and change, and it is dynamic and not static. And so there's a lot of goals that I think we as believers should be making where we go, this is bigger than me. Right. Like, I don't know how all uh, that I'm going to do this, but I know that, that I feel like God's calling me to this goal. And so this year, I'm going to serve at a, at a higher capacity than I have in the past. Yeah, I'm going to give at a higher give. Yeah, capacity. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. And so I, th I think that's a great challenge for us that it, that it doesn't make it static. Because otherwise, it's like if we lowball everything, we go, well, we don't really <laughs> believe God can do anything. Nothing will happen that new year. That's right. So that kind of goes along with the whole thing we always talk about with, uh, you know, when we show up, God shows up. You know, we have to have trust in the Lord. We have to have trust that the things that He's going to accomplish in our life are going to be bigger than what we can just organize or manipulate or make happen on our own. You know, like man makes plans and then God determines his steps. Right, right. So ultimately, all of our plans are subject to His change. You know, he can come in and transform those goals. He can say, well done, here's the next step, whatever it is. But I think we always have to humble ourselves and say, while we do have these goals, and man, that is important because, again, you measure what is important. You, you put down goals to things that are valuable, 
right? But at the same time, we have to say, Lord, not my will, but your, your will be done. Yeah. I, I love I love the humility of that, like the faith it requires to set goals like that. Because, I mean, James says, we talk about what we're going to do tomorrow. And he goes, by the way, you're a mist. <laughs> you know, right. like, by the way, your life yeah. is a mist, yeah. and here you are making plans. Yeah. And so I love, I love one, that God's so kind to to give us like the autonomy to, to make plans, to dream dreams and mm-hmm. make these plans. But at the same time, I love the humility of what you guys are saying that as I set these goals for 2020, I, I, I hold on to them with a loose, loose hand, hand. Yeah, and, and I hold right. on tightly to Jesus. And I go, okay, God, this is my health goal, or yeah. this is my goal for my family. Yeah. But Father, like establish my steps if this yeah. is not yours. And I also love like the freedom in that that we don't have to beat ourselves up in March. Right. You know what I mean? Yes. <laughs> when we're yeah. when maybe we've missed the mark. Like we don't right. have to we don't have to feel guilty and all these things. Like we can come to our loving and kind and gracious Father and go, I missed. <laughs> you know, yeah. like yeah. like help me. I missed. Right. Like you know, help me with that and and let's set some new goals. The scripture says, "He who holds on to his life loses it." And right. he who loses his life from me will find it, you know? And the idea there is that our goal certainly is not to control and, and our whole world, because really at the end of the day, most of what we think we control, we really don't. And so it's somewhat of an illusion that God's more in control than we are. And as a result mm-hmm. of that, I don't need to walk around just constantly frustrated, fearful, anxious, disappointed if I don't hit a goal. But yeah. instead I resubmit that goal back to God and go, is this just not the right time for this goal? Or is this not the right goal? But Father, you change that. Give me mm. some information. Help me read through Scripture. Right. Show me something. Bring me someone else who will help me with that. And that's an important thing for us to remember. Like we don't always do our goals by ourselves. That's right. Sometimes we get input from other people who are wiser than we are, or people who see us more clearly than we see ourselves. Sometimes, say, so, you know, what do you think should be the my goals for the next, you know, three, four, five months? You know, I was going to say that's something that like the Lord showed me here at Grace is. We set goals as a church. That's we right. set goals we as a staff, and we do it together. Yeah, and we right. do it in front of each other. Right. And there's something about it that makes it weightier, that yeah. makes it more real. And then yeah. at the same time, I feel supported. Yeah. And you're not like Clint. You're not in Winter Garden with me every Sunday, Pastor Mike. You're not in Winter Garden with me every Sunday. Going, are we meeting our goals? Right. But like in a sense, you are. Like we're because we're in the this goals together. Because yeah. the goals, the goals are yeah, together. together. And so, yeah. um, I've never thought about that. Like personally, though, I've never thought about as I set these goals for my family, as I set these goals for myself, trusting brothers and sisters in Christ and just having that conversation, just saying to them, hey, help me set these goals. Do you think this is a worthy goal? Yeah. You know, and then like, hey, maybe help me with it. Yeah. You know, I, I, I'm going to make a big uh, change with my diet. Help me with it. Right. I'm going to make a big change with my marriage. I'm going to I'm going to guarantee we're going to do a date night once a week. Help me with that. And wouldn't it be yeah. interesting if, you know, as we ask those people those questions, that they, they come back with different things that they think we yeah. maybe we should do. You right. know, like, everybody goes to weight. Everybody goes, to, it's not just weight. It's really just like trying health. to be, it's healthy, trying to sure. be more healthy, trying to eat better, to do whatever. And we all kind of run to those things because they're like low-hanging fruit. <laughs> it seems like this is something we should do. But what if somebody comes back and says, you know, you're, you're a little bit overweight or whatever, but that's not what you should be focusing on right now. You should be focusing on, developing joy in your life. Mm. You know? Oh, why would they say it that way? Though? I know, right? Why would they walk up to you? By the way, you're a little overweight, but I don't want to talk to you about it. I this want to talk about joy. what Grant says to me every week. We got- <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, I'm like, I know I'm overweight. Every- I just, lots of shame. Pastor Mike, look, I know you're overweight, but uh, <laughs> what are we doing about this podcast? 
Yeah. Uh, no, it's a it's a great point. It is. Yeah. So I'll share this. Um, Jean, actually, my wife, she shared her goals with our group on Sunday night oh, for wow. for the next year. And We're, you're about to share them. No, no, no you're going to share Jean's goals. I'm going to give you the category. Let's, let's, pa- let's pause and uh, <laughs> oh, call Jean. Man. Did so, we already did a podcast hi, on Jean. healing marriages, right? <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> right. it's about to be done. Because you're about to need it. <laughs> you're going to need it. Go ahead. No, so Carrie Newoff gave five categories for thinking about making goals in your life. And so she wrote them out and t- sent it to our group, and we said we're going to hold each other accountable and encourage one another. So the five categories are emotional, physical, relational, spiritual, and financial. And so we talk through how does our relationship with God, um, how does that impact all five of these areas, and yeah. how do we make goals based off of those? So Those are good categories. Cool. Yeah. yeah. Super functional. All right. seems like we're coming to the end of our podcast. Uh, let me just give you a little bit of encouragement as we close. It would be an amazing thing and an opportunity for you if you sat down with some of your closest friends to write out your goals. Just get some information from them about what they think your goals should be. Take those goals, go back and pray, read scripture and ask God, what do you want me to do next? And I bet God will do some incredible things. Well, this has been Next Steps. We are so excited about coming to you every week on Wednesdays. We will see you soon. See ya. See ya. Thanks for listening to the podcast. We hope to see you this weekend at a Grace campus near you. Get all the details and more resources at discovergrace.com. 